prophetic and practical, informative and inspirational. How you gonna do better if you don't know what better looks like? I do. Come on, let's talk about it with me, the Mind Massager. All right, what's up? What it do? Hold on, my, yeah, my, yeah, I'm gonna make sure I'm unmuted. What's up? What it do? Time for another episode of the Intellectual Stew with yours truly, James Kirkman, aka the Mind Massager, and we're getting ready to get this conversation started. Uh, welcome to the Intellectual Stew slash uh, the Escape Room, uh, and we're coming. We're inviting certain people into the Escape Room to have a productive conversation between men and women. And it's, uh, we have unique conversations because with our conversations, typically we don't get into too many arguments. We're able to share our views. And uh, when we share our views, uh, we're able to typically to come away with an understanding, knowing that uh, everybody's not going to think the same, but everybody is also valid in their thoughts. So what's up, Stu Nation? It's another uh, episode of the Intellectual Stew. I'm waiting on all of my guests uh, to get here so we can get this conversation started. I got some women that are going to come in. Hopefully I got my boy that'll come in. If not, I might pull somebody out of the audience tonight, but I'm just excited uh, to have this conversation tonight. Um, so let me go ahead and start bringing people in. Uh, let me go ahead and start bringing people in. Coy, let me get Coy. Are you there, Coy? There you are. Can you hear me? Unmute yourself, please, ma'am. There you go. Okay. All right, we got you now. We got Coy in here, and hold on. Let me uh, let me turn off this music. I've had enough music now. I'm getting used to this music thing. I'm not playing my own music. Somebody's texting me right now. Oh, okay, he's uh, Mark is trying to get in. So let me uh, let me let me send him the right link. He got the wrong one. Apparently, are we on? We are live apparently because I, I see people. Hey, y'all in the chat, say hello, say hi, say cat, dog, say boo, say something. Let me know you're there. Uh, and also, I'd be nice to let me know where you're listening from. Hey, Coy, I'm sorry, let's do this again. How you doing, Coy? Hey, you good tonight? Yes, I am. Look at that smile. I hear you, girl. Let me uh, let me bring <laughs> Brittany, let me bring oh, bring Brittany in as well. Brittany, you drinking alcohol over there? Hey, Brittany, how you doing? No, not at all. That's some good old H2O. <laughs> good old H2. I thought I saw you sipping. Hey, we grown up in here. So we, <laughs> we grown so we can do whatever we need to do. So what's up, Brittany? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Doing great. Thank you for having me on. Well, thanks for asking. Because I hey, did. Hey, how are you? Good, hey, Brittany. Good. I, put a, I put a feeler out a couple of weeks ago and Brittany came in the inbox and responded. And, uh, and she uh, 
and she said that she had something to say. So I, I asked her a question and she gave me like a long paragraph and it was so articulate <laughs> the way she put this paragraph together. What's up, Stacey? Uh, telling me uh, about herself and her and her life and whatnot. And I was like, if you can articulate that word, that will through uh, through written writing, okay. uh, then I'm sure you can articulate uh, also the same uh, through uh, verbally. So tell the people who you are for a minute and, we, and we'll, we'll go ahead and get this comment. I'm waiting on Ashley to come back in. And I will yeah, go ahead sure. and get this conversation started. Go ahead. Tell us about you. Okay, sure. I'm Brittany, as you said, born and raised in the South. Um, I've been loving these past com week conversations of just learning on this journey of better health, more knowledge, relationships overall. And so um, hopefully I can be a small contribution to the conversation this week. Um, supporting the purpose of like taking the boxing gloves off men and women and just have an authentic conversation. So yeah. Why, why, why do you think people, why do you think uh, men and women have to have the, uh, the boxing gloves on all the time? I mean, do you, do you think, I mean, yeah, what's your assessment? I'm not even going to give you any group think on that. What, what, what do you think your, why, why do you think that is? I mean, it could be a number of reasons. I think the number one thing that plays that comes into effect is just our personal experiences, right? Like we either, our background, our personal experiences, our hurt, um, things that we've moved past or that we haven't. I think all that plays a part in approaching the future, especially as it relates to letting somebody in intimately. So there could be a variation of reasons of why those gloves are on. Absolutely. I'm glad you, I'm glad you, you prefer, oh, let me get in this screen. Okay. I'm glad you preface that by saying uh, that there can be a plethora of reasons as to why, because mm -hmm. so many people uh, operate from the perception or the misperception that there's uh, one reason for everything. And, uh, and, mm -hmm. and we're all so individual. We all, I tell people all the time, if we all got different fingerprints, uh, then how in the world can we all be put into a single box? Let me bring Mark in that my partner is. What it up? What up MC Mark mm -hmm. Cormier? Hey, how you doing? I swear I'm a technical guy. I have the worst technical uh, adaption to this show. It's terrible. <laughs> Is it my fault? Well, the first first two weeks, man, you were on point. I mean, I know I'm trash now. I'm trash. No, you trash, no. Um, you never trash. Never trash. Nah. Is this? Are you? This is this is my segue in, or is she, she finishing? No, no. She you you segue in. She's she's cool right now. Oh uh, yeah. Um, to answer the question on that, I, I know for as me. And a lot of men, we're so busy. What question are you answering? Because I haven't asked a question yet. What question? Oh, are I you thought answering? you. I thought. Oh, I was going off what she said. But she said we could be. A no, 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 no. That, that was just a question for her. No, that was just oh. a question for her. No, oh, okay. no, that, that, no. That was just because I because I'm trying to. Get, no, no. You ready yet? We're gonna we're gonna let the as soon as Ashley gets her stuff worked out. She's uh, she's having some technical difficulties as well. We get ready to jump okay. off into this conversation. Uh, but no, Mark. Uh, in fact, you can go ahead. Why do you think men and women box so much? Because I've been given credit. But I mean, uh, I don't. Did y'all see? Did you see the post that I had last week, where the older gentleman said that he usually don't watch, listen to re relationship podcasts? Uh, I, th I think I. Uh, you talking about the one who? Uh, no, nah, I'm not going to sit there Was and say. Is it a that pastor or something? No, he's not a pastor. He's a deacon at a church. Uh, he's he's okay. A well, a deacon. I knew he was in the church. Yeah, he's definitely. In the I remember church. vaguely. I remember the comment vaguely. Yeah, it it was a screenshot, right? Yeah, I did, I, yeah, okay, I, did yeah. I, I did the screenshot. But what he, but what he did is I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm trying to find it right quick because it, it 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 blessed me because you know sometimes when you try to do things and you don't necessarily say what it is that you're trying to do, and then somebody recognizes what you did, that's a blessing. You know what I'm saying? And so mm -hmm. I'm, here it is right here. He said, uh, 
and, th- and this is our conversation, Corey, the one we had last week, uh, Corey Martin. Mm-hmm. He said, normally I don't listen to relationship discussions, but this discussion was different. The men loved women oh, and the men and, and the, the women loved men and the men loved women. You were doing some serious preaching and pastoring too. He was talking about me. He said, I love it when that strong independent sister, her name was Corey, said, I need a man. And then the strong brother, that was Mark, said, I don't want to be alone. Somebody said we weren't meant to be alone. The brother emphasized commitment. This was a very thoughtful and caring panel. Get a transcript. He told me to get a transcript, edit it where appropriate, insert some insight. And uh, he said, I already have a book chapter. And for, for him to say that this this guy, although he he's in the church, he's also like he used to be the dean of economics at Florida State and at FAMU. You know what I'm saying? So this guy is kind of heavy. So he was really moved by our conversation. And, and he noticed what you noticed, Brittany how we don't box. Uh, but what, Mark, why do you think, you heard what Brittany said, why do you think it is that men, a lot of times, men and women find themselves in these types of conversations uh, ending up in boxing matches or, or arguing and things of that nature? Um, I think, it, like she said, so many different things that go into it, but I think it's a large amount of uh, reinforced pride that we have. Men seeking uh, respect women want to be respected the same way the uh, introduction of equality in the relationship a woman wants to be an equal partner and a man wants to be the head of household without spiritual direction understanding what that looks like the misconception of that uh, in this day and time with the influx of women uh, making more money money being head of household but in the house still wanting a certain type of respect uh, just that imbalance right there. Uh, but it breaks down to respect. I know for me, no matter in the situation I've in my past, I've always wanted to be respected. Mm. And for a man, it means so much to have that. And when sometimes you don't know how to incorporate um, a woman's uh, input and giving her the respect that she deserves, you think it's about dominating so much. So when you don't have that mentorship, the male mentorship and guidance of what a household looks like, you're fighting that imbalance of the past and trying to make um, adjustments on the fly without mentorship. I Man, that's like. good. That that's good. And we're gonna we're gonna explore that. Uh, we're gonna explore that dynamic in the second half of this conversation. In the first half of the conversation, uh, we're gonna we're gonna look at this video that I posted today. Actually, Coy sent me that video last week, and uh, and and we and, and this week we did a little brainstorming session. We kind of talked, you know, and chatted it up. And we're going to and, and I believe if this is going, if our relationships are going to be f- fixed, if we're going to get to a place where we are able to communicate effectively, I believe that it's uh, really I think women are going to have to hold women accountable. And I think men are going to have to hold men accountable. Uh, you know, back in the day, man, you, you remember, I don't know if y'all grew up in the country like I did. I grew up in the country. So grandmama was big mama to us. Right. And so when everybody went to Big Mama's house, all the women went in the room where Big Mama was, right? The men were in somewhere other part of the house. But in that room, it was so much tutelage going on. Grandmama was telling y'all what to do, what not to do, what's appropriate, what's inappropriate, all of these things, uh, how to be a young lady, how to do these types of things, what young girls aren't supposed to do, all of those things. But then somewhere along the way, Mark, I heard some of these young ladies start calling Grandmama weak. And they started calling her weak, saying that because of what she endured from granddaddy and all this kind of stuff. But I thought it took a, a special type of strength to be, be able to endure what grandmama endured. So I, I, last thing I would ever want to do 
is uh is minimize what grandmama did. What do you what do you think about that, Coy? Do you think what why do you think uh Coy uh people started calling grandmama weak and all that kind of stuff? Your 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 mic is muted too. Okay, can you hear me? I can. Sorry about that. Um I think uh, people started calling grandmother weak because we're modern now. So right. it's like the, the women are, like Mark was saying, the women are the breadwinners now in most households. Mm -hmm. um, it's not your fault, but that's just the way it happened. And so because we're able to financially take care of ourselves, we're looking at grandma like she couldn't walk away. So she was she was weak anyways. We're strong. We're independent. Things of that nature. When that's all psychology to begin with. To break the home, you know. That's good. That's good. What you think, Brittany? And, 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 and okay. it started with the government assisting us by providing by providing go. housing that we claimed. Well, we have our own house, but. We really didn't. We didn't own anything. It was the government, you know, mm -hmm. not me, but I'm saying women that were coming up in that era. Oh, yeah. But so that's 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 a big part of it. Huge part of it. Huge part mm -hmm. of it. That's a, and that was the part I was uh, I was listening for earlier uh, that that I didn't hear. But I, I, I want to Brittany. Why, why do you think they started calling grandmama weak? Well, but... um, I would say. I guess as, as it relates to uh, you think of grandparents, meaning like traditional married, stay together for forever, regardless of what, there's yeah. a certain level of like that, that level of covenant requires a certain level of endurance. And I just don't think that um, passed down, maybe it wasn't always truthfully communicated to, um, especially with like younger women in my generation, right? Everything on social media looks so perfect. Um, so I think that a bit of the reality may be that we see what it looks like, but we didn't see what went on behind closed doors. So when you say endurance, it's kind of like, well, what does that look like? Or how do you work through something like, you know, those different problems that could come up? So I think present day, it's like, oh, grandma was weak because she didn't leave or whatever. It's like, no, she actually endured because that's the level of covenant, like commitment that was made. Um, so that's kind of my take on that. That's a good take. That's a, that's actually a really a really good take. Um, that's a good take. That's a good take. But listen, I want to. Uh, yeah, you I'm, know, did did somebody make that comment about grandmothers being weak or they were weak because they don't? Did you read that somewhere? I heard it on another podcast. Mm -hmm. I've heard yeah. that before also, but mm -hmm. you know, for me, grandmothers were always the back. Black grandmothers were always the backbone to quantify that now. Make sure you quantify. No, make sure you. <laughs> that's from my perspective <laughs> i've never looked at my grandmother as weak or my great grandmother as weak or anything just because my great grandmother stayed with my grandfather and you know how things yeah. were I, I think that people really took it serious um you know their covenant their marriage they they really through thick and thin through sickness and health through everything some 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 of the grandfathers brought their women home from my understanding but it didn't make her weak. She 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 signed it. She signed something and she right. stuck to it. You know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly that's what. And oh, our buddy is here, Mark, and your buddy, uh, Corey Mazeric is here. Mr. Adams, that's my that's my friend. We friends now. We're good. <laughs> he said grandmothers have always been the backbone 
in the homes. And that and that is the truth. And that, that's the truth. And so here we are. I got Ashley now. So that's why Ashley was getting working through her text. Let's make sure she's good. You there, Ashley? I'm here. <laughs> right, Ashley working through her text. I, I was on there first. And like I, soon as the show started, like my stuff blacked out. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw I saw you on there first. I said, why she leave me like this? And knowing that we got to get started on this segment oh. because, because uh, we got to get this thing going. All right. So listen, uh, Ashley, I said a minute ago, and Coy, we Coy and and Brittany, I believe for us to start fixing, yeah, and everybody's in the chat right now. Do me a favor, let's go ahead and share this. If you haven't shared this yet, go ahead and share this thread, and let's go ahead and get this conversation started. Let's go ahead and tag four or five people if you know that. Tag four or five people. Uh, let them know that we're on, and we're gonna be on for about another hour or so, hour and fifteen minutes or so, and uh, and then we'll and we'll get a little deeper in this first half of this conversation. We're gonna let the women. Uh, kind of deal with something, and then the second half, Mark and I, Mark, myself, Lazaric, uh, Corey, uh, Stacy, what is this? It's more men. Look at that, Ashley. It's more men commenting in the chat it. right now than it is women. I love, I love it, it, man. And I Corey, that Corey, that was special today in the group. Did you see that? We, yes. y'all, check this out, Mark. Check this out, Ashley. Check this out, Brittany. Coy has a group called Be Real, the group, and it probably has almost 4,000 people in the group, okay? And so it is a lot of women, a lot of men, people put their opinions out there, and she wants you to put your opinions out. She thinks that everybody should be able to say whatever they want to say. She does. Some people say some things that are really offensive. She's like, I don't care. Long, You know, he's grown. He can say what he wants to say. And I really respect that about Coy. But anyway, today I put this post in the group, and mm -hmm. I directed it. I directed it to men. Ashley, guess what? Not one woman answered. Cool, I need to get over there to your group. Because <laughs> these women listen, out here, baby, do not listen. know how to hold a mural. Listen, Mark. I'm going I'm to be real. I'm going to be real country right now. Not now, not woman. Now. <laughs> not now, woman answered that question, and the brothers answered it, didn't they, Coy? Yeah, I mean, they I'm did. About what, they chimed with paragraphs, I mean, and it was, and they were like, Man, "This it. is true." They like, "This is that true." Like this is wrong women and men over there. Well, like I said, I was nervous because I've seen some stuff in there before, but that was <laughs> Lazaric. What you say? When it comes Lizeric. time to get serious, they get serious. You I'm know, I, we I'm can play and everything. Lift your hands and say, "Amen." <laughs> Uh, I just spoke in an unknown tongue. I don't know which one it was. They didn't want that it. smoke today. Uh, shut. Lazarus said they didn't want that smoke today. I feel But you know they what? Did. Well, the question was, it was to the men, in all fairness. It was to the men, and women kept quiet. You know, so I guess some of them were really listening, per se. You know, reading and absorbing, because it was, was detailed. Special. Their responses were detailed. Man, that Mark, that was special. Cool. You've been in plenty of groups where it specifically say, and I've done this because I've been admins <laughs> to groups. It say, fellas, colon, <laughs> and we answer the question. I asked the question. What you say, Mark, without and, saying nothing? <laughs> and I mean, before the men can even get on to say a thing. The women have yeah. already, yeah. if they don't answer in 2.5 seconds, here come the women saying, see, this is yeah. why we don't ask questions right here, because they never, can the man get his thoughts together? My God. Man. You know, <laughs> wanna, 
make sure that because you know we're gonna come for him if the grammar is not correct. He wanna get everything together. No, but they, had, but they had but they had and come back and post. But it. they had grammar and everything in this one. They had but grammar. But I'm saying these women they don't give a chance. So I love it. I need to get over there. And one one person had a said something that was kind of confusing. And Lazaric <laughs> hit him right quick. Lazaric said, What you mean? And when the brother explained it, Lazarus said, oh, okay, bro, I can see that. And that was a good <laughs> conversation. I was in shock, man. I'm like, I'm sitting there like, I'm, I'm sitting there going down the comments like, okay, a woman's about to comment. Okay, a woman's about to comment. A woman never commented. <laughs> then I went and called his inbox. I'm like, can you believe no woman is commenting right now? I'm in shock. I'm in straight shock. So come here, Ashley, because Ashley, Ashley's having technical difficulties tonight. We're about to play this video, and I need, to, and we're gonna, we're gonna get started on this. Like I said, all right. So here we go. Let's get started. I like these little conversations, though. But uh, the, here it is. I believe that in order for us to start to change, women are gonna have to hold women accountable. Men are going to have to hold men accountable. I said that already. I've said that already. So here this thing is. Ashley, I hope you get this worked out. Uh, but here this is right here. Are you there, Ashley? I'm Are you here. I'm trying to okay. adjust my mic. Okay, so you, your really... mouth look real froze. I was like, hold on. But, uh, so, all right, so I'm about to play this video, Ashley. Okay. okay? All right. So okay. go to Chrome tabs. Let's go to this page book. I'm going to hit share. And then boom. Y'all tell me if y'all see it. We do. Yeah. All right, here it is. I think I got it right. Oh, no sound. Here we go. Uh oh, did I mess up? Oh, I hit the wrong button. Hold on, y'all. I'm, I'm I'm tripping tonight, Ashley. You got it. What is going on? Now I don't know who this girl is. Well, while James is trying to get those technical difficulties going on, um, uh, the whole panel uh, has gone through. Say it again. Are you are, are you not hearing this? I, I was uh -uh. playing it. I, th I thought no, you No, you're playing it. it? Yeah, I was. But hold on. Let me try again. I'm sorry. My bad. Let me do this again. If I can't play it, I'm, well, hold on. Maybe, maybe it's playing outside of the video. Okay, here we go. Let's do this. Let's do it. All right. I'm sorry, y'all. This is a technical difficulty. I, don't, I, I mess up every night. Hold on. Hold on. Just a I know what to do. I know what to do. All right. I think I got it now, y'all. I messed up, but I think I got it now. Here we go. Her dating academy. I don't know what rock I've been under, but I thought she just opened it. Y'all can hear now, right? Why is yeah. Can you start it over? Majority that come to me have unrealistic expectations. The selfishness. I don't know. If I can't. I can't start over. You shouldn't. The black here it is. female collective delusion is running rapid, and I got my confirmation yesterday when I saw that femininity coaching April Mason matchmaking self closed her dating academy. I don't know what rock I've been under, but I thought she just opened it. And her reason why is understandable. She said, the majority that come to me have unrealistic expectations, the selfishness. 
fake everything, think they should be chosen because they have a vagina and good looks, the entitlement, just mean, not knowing the difference between being a woman and a wise woman and will fight you to be strong, not knowing how to be versus do, thinking being a feminine woman is weak or pick me, whatever it is, placing the blame and not taking responsibility or accountability for the choices they made in men, being disagreeable, defensive, argumentative about everything, always finding something to nitpick about, looking for perfection. If you mention anything about doing something kind for the man they choose, it's what he's going to do for me and the list goes on. I'm sorry, but I agree. I agree. I mean, women are out here, y'all tripping. Y'all are real selfish. Y'all are out here just not even caring about what men want. And I understand that men treated us that way for a long time. This is for the men who somehow think that they're the prize. Darling. I don't want to hear her. I don't want to hear Me her. I, the, yeah. The part I wanted the, yeah. Yeah. The, the part I wanted y'all to hear was that first part. Did, did everybody get it? Do I need to, I mean, I, I'm probably gonna play it again probably in the next 10 minutes or so when some more people come in. But Ashley, go, did you you got your hand raised, Mark? Yeah, I wanted to point something out real quick. Uh, earlier, uh, it was said that women make black women make more than black men. When actually, just to get this thing started right, perspective is one of the most things, one of the uh, most important things that we're missing. Um, as of two thousand twenty-one, black men still made more money. Black women are most educated. But black men still made more money uh, than black women uh, collectively. Uh, but the but the perception, I was just this is just fact checking. But the perception is black women make more than men, and you you, you got to study the numbers, and that's not the case. But black women are the most educated uh, person in the U.S. right now. Just want to clear it up, and it's going. I'm gonna come back to that uh, as we go on. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, go ahead, uh, Ashley. So before we get started in this thing, I did want to say um, a lot of times um, when we've heard different people complaining about women and their thought process, it's been men that have complained about these things. And so now here we're in this video, we do have a woman that is more so saying the same exact thing that men have been saying. And that with her saying these things, do we, th well, with a woman telling and saying these things, are we more apt to listening to a woman and changing it versus a man? Because do we still, do we feel like a man can't tell us how to be a woman? That's one of the first questions that I want to ask. Do we feel yeah. like we're, we, we have a, we have a difficult time changing and, a, and I'm not going to say adjusting for someone else, but adjusting to make ourselves better. Do we think that we have a hard time doing that when a man brings things to us versus a woman? I think so. Mm -hmm. I think so. I think there's more pushback when, when a man try to tell the collective what to do or um, how we're supposed to respond and how we're supposed to be and what we're not supposed to behave like. It, it, and, and it may make sense. It can make sense to us but we're still going to rebel against it because it's, it's coming from a man. Brittany? Yeah, I would agree um, on a couple of different things. I feel like I've personally have had discussions with 
friends and I've actually lost friendships when we <laughs> give an opinion on their relationship or certain treatments that we've noticed. And sometimes it's clear to a person that you're close to outside looking in. But I don't think to answer the question specifically, I don't think that um, in my experience, when uh, women or women on women giving advice is well received either. So considering that, I think it comes down to the individual. If you got a individual that is healed or on a healing journey or that have faced themselves in the mirror and can um, kind of say, yeah, that was a messed up situation or recognize their own faults. Like until a person has looked in the mirror, I feel like they're not going to be receptive to any to a conversation on being better at anything. So um, I think it kind of breaks down to individually as well. On the man part though, I will say, um, for me personally, I, I will listen to a man give their opinion on things that will kind of play on both parts. But as far as a man telling me how to be a woman, probably not gonna be receptive to that and vice versa. I don't think it's my place to tell a man how to be a man in that regard. Cause I, I, we don't, we, I just don't think I can, I've never been a man, so I can't tell you how to be a man. I'm gonna ask this question for us to go back to it, but I do wanna maybe ask the men if they have anything, anything to elaborate. Let me go ahead and tell y'all, James told me that I had to do this so y'all wouldn't feel like they they were attacking a man. This job of uh carrying the show is not, y'all can talk all day, but trying to carry the show like James, he is the man with this, okay? So let me put that out there for the people. Um, Brittany, you made a statement, and I see that uh, Miss Ward has also made this statement that a man can't tell me how to be a woman. He can share what he likes in a woman. Mm. But how is it that we get so defensive or offensive and defensive about a man trying to tell us some things about us when we've been telling men and I say we, we because I'm a woman we've been telling men what they should do and how they should do things as a man <laughs> since the beginning of time now we gotta if we're gonna do this thing we gotta do this thing right that's right Amber you know what I'm saying I'm trying to read. The last part of your sound went out on that. You said, actually, you said uh, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. That's it got to be good be. for the gander. I mean, we yeah. can't, it can't be one sided. But I yeah, didn't want to after. Go ahead. I feel like we have to learn how to relax. We just, everybody just have to learn how to relax. Um, that's peaceful. And I think when people have an opinion on how you're behaving, we shouldn't take offense to it. I don't, but I'm, 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 I have a peaceful space. You know, if people take that part and just listen, because there's a difference in listening and hearing, you know, we can hear because mm -hmm. we have ears and eardrums, but listening, if you just sit back and listen, then it, it you, you will probably become a better human, not just a better woman for somebody, a better man for somebody. But I don't take offense to, how people see me or uh, their opinion about me. I, I, I listen. And some of the things I may need to change that I can't see until uh, uh, someone tells me um, about myself. Mm -hmm. yeah. Whether it's coming from a male or a female, it doesn't bother me at all. I think we have to learn how to relax, just relax and 
listen. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yes, Mark, go ahead. <laughs> uh, the biggest misconception when we talk is when men are telling, I think men, we can speak to what we want our woman to be ladylike, not a woman, but to be ladylike. And a woman can speak to a man how to be a gentleman, right? I can't tell you how to do and feel and function as a woman, but right. in the respect aspect is we treat one another, mm -hmm. we can speak about what's ladylike and what's gentlemanlike, which we had gotten away from. Um, so I feel like if we understand what the narrative is and focus on the narrative and we all are, a lot of us are all focused on the narrative and we are not receptive when it comes to that, because it's not about a man telling you about how to be a uh, woman, but he could tell you how to be a lady and vice versa. So I think mm -hmm. it's the narrative we got to control and focus on. Yeah. And I also think people don't know how to have a conversation. So people Absolutely. feel attacked sometimes, mm -hmm. you know. Uh -huh. So um, for me, instead <laughs> of uh, telling a person about themselves, I like to ask questions. And then I'm able to take the conversation to where I need to take it to uh, for them to see themselves as well. And, they, and, and a lot of people that I speak with, they don't become offended. Um, mm -hmm. and, 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 and they listen. I think there's a negative connotation with the word telling somebody what to do. So mm -hmm. when you initially ask, actually like you telling a man, like a man telling a woman what to do, I think that that is like subconsciously like a negative connotation. So yeah, um, I, and I think with that preconceived notion, then follows that is just hostility. And like you said, they could uh, tell you something that a woman could tell you the same thing, but because of that preconceived notion and the negative connotation associated with, oh, let me tell you about yourself. The person's mm -hmm. already on guard, defensive. Um, and so they're probably just gonna see anything after that as a personal attack or what have you, so. Can I say something, Ashley? Absolutely, I was coming to you, Nick. All right, cool. Because I mean, I, I, one thing about me, I, I, Mark, I know you know this is where the test of true power is when you're willing to give it away. And I'm not really concerned about I know how to handle my show. So I can. And Ashley's <laughs> been faithful to me. When I say faithful, Ashley has been faithful to me. I mean, we have knocked down drag outs on the show. We have knocked dra <laughs> down drag outs behind the scenes. And I don't think we've ever got mad at each other yet. But we're laughing, we're joking, all that stuff. And I, Ashley will be doing shows by herself soon at nine o'clock at the same time. I'm. Hey guys, have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a few others. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And I save the best part for last. It's totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. To me, when I say faithful, Ashley has been faithful to me. I mean, we have 
knockdown dragouts on the show. We had knockdown <laughs> dragouts behind the scenes. And I don't think we've ever got mad at each other yet. But we're laughing, we're joking, all that stuff. And I actually will be doing shows by herself soon at nine o'clock at the same time. I might be gone, but the show must go on. So, because I, because like I said, I'm trying to speak to everybody. I'm trying to speak. And so tonight, we purposely, uh, Coy and I, when we were talking to Ashley, we came up with this thing about handling hard truths, right? Because even with hard truths, the thing is to make those truths palatable so that they become productive, right? Nobody really likes taking medicine. <laughs> Nobody. You remember when you were young and you had to take that Robitussin? Robitussin was nasty. Yeah. What's some real nasty medicine going up? Y'all remember Father John's? Father John. Father John. Oh, my God. That's going to taste like death. <laughs> I <laughs> never heard like, of that. You ain't never heard of Father uh, John? Uh, you you yeah. didn't know anything, Coy. You missed yeah, nothing. Yeah. Hey, Father well, John I'm was I'm going to get you calm down now, honey. Yeah, so. we need to get us something <laughs> But Father John's was like the nastiest cough syrup, but it did the job, right? It got and it done. Best, and so some yeah, of these hard easy. truths that we want to share, like that sister sharing that stuff she just shared a minute ago. Marlon, I, I see your question. Ladies, if y'all want to answer Marlon in the comments, he said he wants to know if showing too much cleavage is ladylike. I don't want to take the conversation off of what we're talking about, Marlon. That's my that's a personal, yeah. That's, a personal that's my. Hey, that's that's people my. People need to that's relax. Allow people to be who they are. Relax. Yeah, that's exactly. my cousin. That's my boy and everything. But I'm not gonna go there about on you, Mark. I'm gonna let you have. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you have that one. Ashley, take it back. Go ahead. And if you want me to, if you need, oh. if you need me to play the video again, let me know. I I, I queue it up again. If you need me to play it. Again. Um, I want to key in on um Katrina's um statement, Mark. Did you have anything else? I thought I, I don't know if I saw your hand. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Um. People are so sensitive these days. You can never receive something from someone if you always feel attacked. Instead of questioning yourself and saying, I know this person cares for me, so their motives are genuine. Katrina, I definitely agree with that. And that was something that I was going to um, speak or ask a question about. Do we think that the people that are going to come to us, let's speak from your mate or a potential mate coming to you and saying, hey, I'm really digging you in this aspect, but I can't get past or I would like for you to work or can you work on however it needs to be said? Because I feel like if a man comes to you um, and I'm speaking from the man perspective, because we seem to get uh, I'm not a man, but we seem to get so offended when the male tells us something about ourselves. So if they come into you and they're you know interested in you and this is the only thing that's keeping them from going to the next state. Why is it so hard for us to just kind of listen to what it is that they're saying? And then even when females telling us we hate, they feel like they're hating. The women, do y'all, Coy and Brittany, do y'all, have y'all experienced someone coming to you saying that, well, they're just hating on me? <laughs> it's not, <laughs> yeah. you know. They play yeah. hey, no. And so unfortunate. <laughs> so unfortunate. You know, for me, everything. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say, I don't remember what interview I listened to. This has been many years ago, but they were basically talking about in a, um, like a man and woman dating or in a relationship and having them around your family. And then you're like having them around basically the people that love and care about you the most, um, because they're the ones that kind of know you the most and can see things that you don't see or kind of give you specific insight. So I, I, it's intentional for me to at some point bring you around my circle because I want that information. I'm open to hear, you know, um, love do have blinders sometimes. 
first mm-hmm. relationships do put on blinders initially. So, um, like I said earlier, I've actually lost a, a, a friendship that was really near and dear to me because we were having an open conversation about it. And for some reason, it just wasn't received well and it ended. But it's at the end of the day, like, you know, <laughs> I love and care about you. I, you can absolutely know that it's not coming from a, a, a evil place or, you know, uh, it's coming from a place of caring, you know what I'm saying? And I thought that we had that level of trust that we could be honest and share certain information, but it did not work out in, for me in that situation. Um, there was a comment that was up there that um, uh, I think it was from Reggie. And before I read that comment, I want to ask the ladies if we have any ladies in the chat. Seem like y'all ladies, and I'm saying this for the, the replay, it seemed like the ladies ran from this tonight. Um, we got these fellas on here. They ready. They got locked and loaded. But women, are we delusional? The ladies started the 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 video off by saying this delusional narrative that we have. are we delusional? Are our expectations unrealistic? But James, will you put? I, I, um, I, I think. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh-uh, and I was gonna. Uh, I wanted to. If we have some ladies in the chat. To kind of let that uh let them mull over that while I read this comment <laughs> okay, and yeah, okay. on the panel. Um we can uh, elaborate on that a little more. Reggie says we all have to be able to take constructive criticism in a relationship, meaning listening to what is being said about you and take a realistic look and see if any truth is in what's being said and how you can work to improve that aspect. I totally mm-hmm. agree on Reggie. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Yeah. Definitely um, agree with that. So, ladies, <laughs> are we delusional? Well, I, I don't go know ahead, if I go call ahead, it delu- being delusional. You know, some women have limited exposure, so they only know what they have been taught. Very, very good. You know, years ago, it used to be, yeah, the man has to bring the entire table. Okay, we all have the same what am i looking for y'all we we opportunity we all have the same opportunity now so the man shouldn't have to continue to bring the table by himself we should be working together delusional is a little far i think she's a little hard on 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 some (laughs) women but i do think that some of our expectations exceeds our table size so mm. if you're expecting him to bring Hold an on. entire table, Hold on. you should have an entire table to bring as well. Hold on, I need to, I need a hoop right there. Hold on. Oh Lord, I need to do that. Let me, let me hoop one more time. Oh Lord. You said sometimes they wow. want you to bring the entire I'll, table. What now? Yeah, our expectations, some of our not. expectations exceeds our table size. Some you know, don't know what a dinner so, fork, the difference between a dinner fork and a salad fork. I'm sorry, my brother. <laughs> what she said, yeah. people got a car table, but they want somebody to bring an eight seat of dinner table. Dining That's room. unfair. That's so unfair. <laughs> and, and some people don't realize that. But again, most of those people exposure is limited. So we can't bring fault. We can try to see how we can fix it 
and help them see what we have learned over time and how we've changed our thinking from the thinking before us. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Because I grew up in a home, my mom, my dad, my mom stayed at home. So I'm looking at it like, hey, you know, this is the way to go. Not, no, not if you want something, you know, I'm not saying they didn't have anything, but if you want more, you got to get in there and roll your sleeves up also. You know, you have to, or it's not going to happen. Yes, because it's called inflation. So everything continues to rise. (laughs) You better get in there and roll your sleeves up unless you want to (laughs) be, I don't know. uh -uh. Yeah, some of those expectations. (laughs) I don't know if it's delusion. I don't know if it's delusion, y'all. I just think it's exposure. Some women haven't been exposed to different things. Can I ask you a question, Coy? Yeah. If you put lipstick on a pig, is it still a pig? Pig, oink, oink. So if you call it's delusion, if you call, if you give a synonym of delusion, is it still delusion? I'm done. I don't, don't, don't answer that question. That was rhetorical. Go ahead, y'all. I'm supposed to be quiet. Go ahead. Listen, I don't think so. We have to give them the benefit. We have to give them the benefit. It's it, like my dad said. This was some years ago, though. He said some of these women are out of their mind. You know, expecting so much from a man because honestly, nowadays. They, they it, it, you meet a woman, they already have kids or a kid, at least one kid, right? So most women have instant families when they meet a man. All you got to do is add water. <laughs> so why are you have? Why do you have so many demands? Mm. <clears throat> Crickets. But, hey, we don't got nothing to say. <laughs> Brittany, before you uh, give your rebuttal on the question that I asked, I think Mark so graciously wait, raised his hand to be able to sure. speak to us. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. I just want y'all to look at uh, what's her name? Mark, can you Amber, speak up just Amber. a little bit? You got us on the uh, quiet can you hear me? Okay. <laughs> there, there you go. I want y'all to look at Amber Springer Lamb's comment. This, okay. this this is I want y'all to read it. I'm I'm gonna be quiet on this one. Let me let me see what she say. Put it up Amber. Amber. Able to put it up or okay. Okay. Amber Lamb. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it says no, we aren't. I think our expectations are valid. But in this day and time, I believe that because there are so many women putting up with so much, it makes us who have standards or expectations say, oh, extra delusional. I bring the table, tablecloth, plates, chargers, and napkins. So come correct this way. I know that's right, girl. Exactly. That's a, that, that's that's true. a lot of truth in that, you know. But um, I'm, I'm a numbers person, also. You got to look at the numbers and see what you're working with as well. You know, it's more of us and less of them. So we got to compromise somewhere. That's I'm true. trying to think. You got to become more, a little bit more flexible. You, you get to, you get to choose where your compromise is. Um, yeah, we got to become a little bit more flexible. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I. Yeah, I if this I, is this is the issue. Y'all about to make me have chest pains over here. I'm. This is my biggest I'm issue, y'all. God, oh, no, that's right, girl. Man, that ain't the right. Pro- that's not <laughs> even right. What, wait, Mark, before you start, that was going to be my question. Like, I don't know if I completely agree 
with that. But this is, uh, no, y'all, I'm just saying, y'all get. That, y'all, that was a good comment, though. I, I, it, it, it was, know, a, that good was a good comment. comment. I understand where she's coming from. Exactly. But again, where she's coming from. But again, okay. They have more Mark, options than us. Dick and Mark. <laughs> Finish your point, Mark. Finish your point, though. Go ahead. What, 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 what <laughs> disappoints me um, from the female platform, what y'all say y'all put up with is y'all get what y'all ask for. My, when I mean that, what y'all put in pu- public forums and social media, you regurgitate over time. Y'all not asking for men. Y'all not asking for morals. You're not asking for uh, goals and expectations. Men who have direction. Y'all not all y'all, but in these public forums with people who have limited understanding, y'all ask men to be thugs. Y'all ask men to have a little edge to them. Y'all ask, y'all want a real N-word. Uh, and those those don't equate to a man. Mm. And then y'all say this so long, you got all these men acting disproportional when it comes to their masculinity. And then when they grow up, and when they reach a, a, a mature stage, they don't know how to uh, give you what you asked for because what you asked for, what you that seed you sowed doesn't create a rose, it creates thorns, it creates pain for you. And so, a lot of women, what y'all ask for is the standards are very low. And it disappoints me when y'all act like y'all put up with, with stuff, y'all put up with stuff that you asked for. Mm. And, it, and it disappoints me that y'all can't sit here and, 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 and take that ownership in that. And then the thing is, you a lot of ladies don't know how to handle success. If I make 200000 I can go and date whoever I want to date. Y'all have worked so hard to be independent and equality, uh, um, women in the forefront. But when y'all make $200,000, you are still looking for a man to take care of you. You're still looking for a man to yeah, bring stuff weird. to the table. Right. And, and, that's, that's, but that's that's what, and that's what people are doing, though. Well, I, he, he needs yeah. to no, act like a boss. Act like, act like you what? make money. Stop acting broke. <laughs> Because I'm saying, like, my, yeah, my, I mean, most men who are financially stable, it don't make a difference. We date a girl working Popeyes or she a lawyer because a woman deems you financially stable. When you go on a date with her, you it's the same experience. You pulling your card out each and every time. So I hear it. But the, this this valid and emotions this is where it's come from. I mean, not even me as a man. Well, if I on the vice vice versa, on the side of a man, what we deal with women, I. I can't agree. A lot is our responsibility because we're not asking women to be ladies. We're asking them how to twerk and, and, and to do other things that are not ladylike. So what we're dealing with is I don't think y'all asking entertain. women to twerk now. I, I, I think y'all entertaining it. I think y'all are entertaining it. Just because a woman posts a twerking video doesn't mean y'all asking for it. If y'all well, entertain it and like it in the comment, that's different. Well, you say that you, you you can't pick and choose because then when we like big booties, y'all going getting plastic surgery. Y'all say that's what y'all like. Yeah, y'all y'all doing things according to what we like, right? Don't say don't lump us all, please. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying when they when when that happens, the the go to is well, that's what y'all like. That's what that's what y'all going for. Right, right. So yeah, that's, that's the excuse. That's the cop out. So I'm just saying, make it applicable. You can't just pick and choose when to use it. Like that's that's what you're saying. I'm going by what what women say. That's cool. That's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah, that, yeah. Because what Amber said yeah. was that, you know, she she's decent, so you Man, know she know what she's wanting and what her standards are. But why but, you need all that if you're decent? I mean, and, I'm not trying to attack you. I'm just saying. But my my thing my thing with that is and Mark, I feel you. I, I feel you. I feel you 100, Mark. Uh, my thing with that is and 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 I, I put. The, 
Cole, I don't know if you saw this the other day, but somebody put one of those type of posts out of what they're going to stand for, what they ain't going to stand for, and all this kind of stuff. And I asked her, I said, is that a disclaimer or a rallying cry? Because, see, sometimes it's more of a rallying cry than a disclaimer. And y'all proved it because as soon as Amber said what she said and I read the comment, did everybody start giving her high fives in the spirit? You know what I'm saying? And started clapping and all that kind of stuff. And immediately, Mark and I started shaking our head like... You know, like Trash. here we go again with this whole little Trash. thing. Trash. Because those are the things that keep us divided. But that's interesting because I guess we, on perception, we heard, we kind of took it differently. All I did was just say that she has some sort of decency and respect about herself and she would like that from the male. She doesn't want to bomb. So that's what I, she's saying. I, I, that, that's what I heard. I So, um, but to... So that was interesting because that's what I was high fiving. Like, okay, if you if you put if you put work into yourself, if you if you carry yourself a certain type of way, if you know what it is of who you are and what you're looking for, then yeah, sis, don't don't logically go for somebody that is that you would deem less than that or they're showing you that they're less than that. So that's what I took from that, and that's what I was high fiving her about. But as far as the delusional question, I feel like that is so 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 two things. Um, do I feel like women are delusional? It's it's on a spectrum in the sense that you have people who and I'm just throwing this out there, tell me if it makes sense or not. You have people who are ones who want a number twenty, and then you have people who are a number twenty that's settling for number zero. So it's all in what you want. Because if if you find somebody that if you're clear on what you want and you find somebody that wants the same things as you, then it's not delusional. But say if I go take my same expectations, wants and needs to somebody else, he may say he may have not risen to or it it, it could be vice versa. I'm not saying women are to men down here, but what I'm saying is he can't meet that expectation or she can't meet that expectation. So in their eyes it is delusional. No, it's not delusional is that I'm not for you or you may not be for me. So, you know, let's just either have a conversation about it and, or, or, or move on to the next thing. Because I think as adults, we're all responsible for making our <laughs> individualized adult and grown up decisions. Like if somebody presents a situation to me and I feel like it's not rational or they asking too much or they asking too little, whatever the case may be on that spectrum, I'm going to gauge me and say, yeah, I want to explore it or no, I don't. But I'm not going to call you delusional for what you want. Well, you, you would only be delusional if you tried to explore something that you knew you couldn't have. If you if you know Correct. that. Yeah. So, so then you're right. You're 100 percent right. You're not delusional if you don't go after it. But if you are two. And you sit up here and saying, I ain't going to take nothing but a nine. <laughs> the only way I'm going to move is if I get a nine. <laughs> he got to come to me. I'm I'm five two. Weigh 225 pounds, wear a size 18 dress at a 5'2. All right. But I want him to be 6'1, 215 pounds, ripped, mean muscular, have a hundred thousand dollar year job, and I'm not selling for anything less. I think that's the point or when it becomes delusion. That's all we're saying. Agreed. I still disagree. I think being delusional, she took it too far. I still disagree because you can have great confidence. And it's mind over matter with everything. You can still get what you want, even at a two and five two, uh, two hundred pounds. But have you guys thought about that? This, that hold on. this statement that um, that Erica made, in, in my opinion, like kind of maybe sums up the the delusional part. Maybe uh, some ladies are delusional 
but I think it's because women are going by what's popular in the media. Women currently have to carry on roles that should be for men. Women do have a sense of entitlement, but that is because we have had to carry a load, carry the load. So we haven't been able to operate in our feminine. The sexes are off balance right now. Hopefully men and women can come together can come to a happy medium. I like that. I, I love yeah. that. That's a great comment, Eric. That's not it. Yeah. Mark, like are you going to say something, Mark? Go ahead, Mark. I'm going to refrain. I mean, I okay. like that last comment. I like that yeah, she, last that, that really, yeah, yeah, she dropped, you can drop the mic on that one. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think we can, she, she, I think that can sum up that and we might can move on from the delusional statement. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean they didn't is, answer, the women didn't answer it though. I, 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 I really want to know if they answered it. Y'all considered that question. Can I, can I just give y'all a truth pill? Okay, yeah, come on with it, Mark. Like, <laughs> like you know, women say, Oh, you know, um, you know, the woman five two, she can overcome with confidence. Listen, I see a lot of confident <laughs> women wearing some stuff they should not be wearing. Yes, like, just because you're confident, I just saw it. This, that's just not, that's just not. <laughs> I don't see your confidence. I see like, man, she don't got no friends. She don't got no friends telling us you shouldn't wear that. <laughs> we say that okay. too, Mark. We say that exactly. Too. But we, more, I think men are more realistic. <laughs> uh, but men, we're more I don't realistic. say nothing. Let that woman do what she want to do. And that's the problem. That's the problem. Uh. Then when I look at you and you don't, what, what you think I got a problem? No, you have like that is not made for you. Okay, that that doesn't. It's like I wore a fourteen shoe, right? And some shoes they look real good at size nine. But then when I put it in a 14, it just don't look right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mark, know, uh, run mean, that back. What did you say you wear a size one? There you go. Mark, run that now back. What size don't. you say you wear? <laughs> Listen, Corey, now you know we done been to the store and we done Whoa. seen some shoes that look real good for a size five. But if we get up to, I mean, I'm an eight, eight and a half. I don't know who else. But sometimes that eight, eight and a half, it still look like a boat. I don't want it. Exactly. I think I think Coy, I think Coy might have been making another point though. I'm trying to. I know. I know. <laughs> y'all hear me? When I start hoop, when I start hooping over here, y'all know that, that I got. I'm, I'm, I'm summoning the Holy Ghost right quick to come and level out our conversation. <laughs> I think we need. I think based off that, we need to start living our truth. Okay, let, let's use that as example. If if I'm if I'm overweight, I'm out of shape, but I make money and I want to attract a woman. Then guess what? I realize it's not going to be a natural attraction. I realize I'm going to have to finance that relationship. I'm going to have to pay for it. As a woman, if you think you want to be the baddest woman, but you know, you look at me, you are not the baddest. Now, no matter what you draw on your face, if you're not the baddest, you make money. You're going to have to sacrifice for the type of man that you want. You're going to have to pay for that man. Oh, he, he doesn't have to bring oh, that to the table. Oh, Lord, Mark, it, come on now. It's the truth. What you th- like? This Go to prim- doing prim- they are doing primitive it, nature. Primitive to nature in the, uh-huh. is attraction first. A man doesn't walk by and see your, your good ways and morals and stuff. He's attracted to you I ain't you never first. seen it. I ain't never seen it. So what I'm saying is, is this is true. Like we gotta start talking from the truth. I mean, I don't. This is the thing is we don't. What want to happened talk to the law that. of attraction, though, Mark? Well, you see, you, you see, believe in that? Y'all, y'all see guys, but y'all want a man six. He, he, girl, he at least got to be six two. Girl, he at least about. So you look. I'm you got five out. three. Girl, I five just three want to come through wear my heels. That's it. Yeah. What? Oh that, Lord! I just don't want. I just don't so want to see all that in Walmart. I don't so care if I look at the top of your head as long as you treat me well. Right. Your ability yeah, to walk on stilts shouldn't be what you want in a man. I mean, I'm you're 5'3", but yeah. 
<laughs> I know, but there's women out who are serious like that. Yeah. Well, I'm look, saying look, it's a lot of. I agree. Look, but now hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold uh, on. Mark, you said something earlier, and uh, Patrick Mason, he's back on again tonight, and I told y'all. Uh, he used to be dean of economics for Florida State and uh, I think FAMU. Uh, but he's saying that, and let me, let me put his comment up. He said, because we were talking about the income-related thing. You know, we said we were married a fry girl at McDonald's if we had to. But this is what he said. I have found in my classes that men and women have similar standards with relation to earning. The young women in my courses make it clear that their spouse has to earn more than them. The young men feel the same way, i.e. they have to earn more than the women that mar- they marry. So both see male marriage ability as income related. And then he asks, is this standard sensible? Now I'm going to ask you a question, Deacon. You can answer in the comments. Is this at Florida State or is this at FAMU? Uh, is, this, uh, is this at Florida State or is this at FAMU? Uh, and then once you respond that to that, then I'll, I'll respond some more to that. Mark, because uh, I want to I stay on this vein because I don't. And like I said, I didn't want to point the finger. I think we. We're communicating. I think we're having a good communication right now. Ashley, you're doing a great job too, by the way. Um, Thank you. Sir. Yeah, but so the thing is, is Ashley asked this question. Most of y'all women didn't answer this, but I mm-hmm. really wanted it. FSU. Okay, so that's a little different demographic. Uh, but I'm talking about in our community, in our culture. I wonder if that answer would have been the same if you had at, at FAMU, uh, and I'm I'm sure, it, and it could have been, might not have been. I don't know. Uh, you, you, who was that sign? Gary, say something. Was that you, Mark? Yeah, I, I, my thing is, and and uh, Patrick, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but we keep making uh, um, comparisons to white America, who are socially economically in a different stage Absolutely. financially than we are, and instead of recognizing the stage that we're in, and creating pathways for legacy and success, and speaking to that. We're not having those conversations. We're mimicking white America where they're at with their vantage points, and we're putting mm-hmm. that on each other Absolutely. instead of us. Because because the thing is, you look in other minority um, communities, whether it's the Asian, uh, Hispanic, uh, uh, Indian, I mean Indian with the red dot, you look at those different uh, nationalities and see how they, they work. They're not having these conversations. Mm-mm. Now, that could be our, that could be our uh, separation from our uh, uh, culture. That's but uh, when going back into the Africa and stuff like this and picking picking up on white America and mim- mimicking that, but socioeconomically, we should not be repeating what they're saying because we're not in those stages yet. Absolutely. We so we we need to get into where do a reality check and come back and calibrate to where we are and speak from those those aspects. M- much of okay. much of what much of what we experience as a cult as a culture, even in our dating and our lack of being able to date, is a result of culture clashes. I mean, they're culture clashes because we're trying to, like you said, mimic a society, number one, that ain't never want us to be a part of their society. And we're steadily trying to mimic it and trying to be. And, 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 and here it is. We are so busy confusing the symptoms of success with the substance of success. Mm. Say that again. I'm gonna, let me drop it one more. OK, we're so busy trying to mimic the symptoms of success, because if I don't have a certain car, if I don't have a certain credit score, if I don't live in a certain house or live in a certain neighborhood and most of y'all ain't come from that. No way. Most of us came from the other side of the tracks. Right. That's how why we know how to put hog malls and chitlins to stretch them a little bit more. Uh, we know how to put uh, uh, cornstarch in something to stretch it, to make it in cheese dip, to make the stretch it, right? Because we've been stretching our whole life, but now we get a little education 
And now we just you know we start living and we're able to move across the tracks and live in another neighborhood. And now all of a sudden we too good for each other. Listen, those attitudes, those behavior patterns were as a result of subliminal suggestion from outside communities. At me, uh, Coy hit it earlier. The welfare system decimated our communities because you had to choose. <laughs> you had to choose. And Do you want to keep, huh? No, you're right. The welfare and the crack e epidemic. Crack epidemic. Yeah. Crack, well, crack yeah. epidemic filled up, filled up our prisons. They're still all government. They're still yeah, they all right. government. It's still oh, all, all government. government. And we were guinea pigs. We were Manchurian candidates. I mean, you want to get mad? Read the book. Uh, have, I don't know if you've read it because you're in the medical field of Brittany. Have you read the book by, what's Harriet, Harriet uh, Medical Apartheid? No, I've never heard of that book. L look up the book Medical Apartheid. And look at how med medicine, how they use medicine to experiment. It was much more than oh, just I've, the Tuskegee. I've, I've heard, yeah, I've heard mm -hmm. articles and, and, and I've heard of that aspect, but I've not specifically read that book. Yeah, read that book. I can't think of the last. I'll look it up in a minute. But uh, it's much more than the Tuskegee Institute. I mean, they would talk about how they would, the doctors would keep the slaves up doing experiments. One particular lady, they had her put her in a 120 degree box. And would put her in that to see how much temperature she could withstand. Let her pass out, wake her back up, and start the whole process again, and then send her out back in the field to work the next day. Right? So they've they never cared about us, about us fitting in our system, but we're trying to make our hair straight. <laughs> we're trying to make blue eyes. We're trying to do all these things. And they're trying to do the same things that we're trying. They're trying to look like us. We okay, we're not supposed to be talking about this. Right? Yeah. That process. <laughs> so I James, know how you're going to say James. that's so confusing. I'm like, hold on. We paying to get surgery to look like how we already. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jane, you know what, what I could say? Listen to all Delusional. that. Delusional. Delusional. My bad. My bad. I, I, we, I, think, I think all of us, I think in, the, in Black America, we're, we're all functioning in a delusion right now. And to answer one question, the way we can save this is men we got to start getting away from being real inwards and being real men again absolutely and women have to stop embracing this bad bees become some bad women again and women we have to take we got to take a hold of our community when we start taking hold of our community when we can save these men and women then we could better teach them how to have better relationships and a lot of it's going to start with us uh ourselves um and we got to listen to those conversations like uh like i think uh, mr adams said er earlier you know that hard truth and taking that self-criticism and we're going to have to learn how to take that because when we look in that mirror if we are single today it's for a reason mm. and why why mm -hmm. and, and I, one of the worst comments i and, and i'm gonna tell you like this one of the worst comments i can hear is a woman say oh i'm a no i'm a lot to handle well, why you why you shouldn't have to be handled <laughs> yeah why you gotta what i don't want that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But yeah, this, this, yeah this is a good kind this this but is one I, of the I, things I, uh, mark that you um said as far as um all of everything that men and women should be doing separate but we also and at the end of us coming together we all have to kind of be receptive of some of the information that comes from those conversations <laughs> individually because a lot of times, as we go back to the beginning, we're so offended by the things that are being said. It's not a personal attack. It's something that's going to all help us in the long run. We all say we want good men. We all say we want good women. But when someone 
takes the time to pour into you to try and help you in that aspect of your life, um, you're, you um, dismiss or are dismissive of what's being said. It's, it's an attack on you uh, personally. So we all need to be open to constructive criticism. I think is what Reggie said earlier in the two, uh, comments above. Two things, Ash. Yes, sir. I just, recently, I just recently had to get strong enough to take self-criticism from people I love. Okay. I just had to get strong enough to do that. That's that, and that's self-reflection, right? Mm -hmm. And that right there uh, is something that I think all of us is hard to deal with. I tell people like this: Let's look at this, especially the professional people. If we treated our relationships like we do our jobs, mm. if we didn't cut each other off, we let people speak, especially in a managerial position. You let people speak, you let them finish their sentences, you have an empathetic approach, you, you're able to regurgitate what they said, let you know you heard them clearly, and then even though you may not agree with their point of view, you let them know you understand, but this is where we're going. If we, if people, if we treated our spouse like we're paid to act at work, what would we do? That's my thing. That's good. <laughs> so are you saying Mark are you saying we need to take the um, emotions out of a relationship and put more logic I think, into it I, I think if we use the training we learn at work when it comes to conflict resolution and communication and apply it into our relationships we could be better and that's not, good man that's what I feel like that's good. I, I, you know what? I, I want to say something about that because, and 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 it reference and it goes back to what you just said. You know, like you got, I don't know where this. You know, when I when I when I got married, two things, and, and I'm divorced now. Everybody knows that. But when I got married, two things, my wife, my ex wife said were deal breakers. Number one, she said I couldn't cheat on her, and number two, she said I couldn't call her a B. Those were two things she said I couldn't do. Don't call me a B, and don't cheat on me. And it 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 dis it makes it dis it, it leaves me disheartened to see so many women call themselves bees and call each other bees and all these things. Now watch this: if you think that much about yourself, how much are you gonna think about me? If you're subliminally disrespecting yourself, you know, because you might not view it as disrespect, but real talk: if you're calling yourself a female dog, you've reduced yourself to that, and you're calling we bad bees, we bad bees, we bad bees. Da, da, da. If you think that bad about yourself. That's why you see women talking to men any kind of way. You know, that's why you see us talking down to each other. And there's such a last lack of respect, because if we don't respect ourselves, how in the world will we turn around and respect oh. anybody else? Brittany, what, what, what do you think? Yeah, I think that's that I agree with what you just said. One thing about um, that I wanted to touch on, which inadvertently in the conversation, you and Mark kind of answered it because from my initial reaction from the video um, and just an observation in my profession, um, you know, just day to day, I realized that other video um, and just an observation in my profession, um, you know, just day to day, I realized that other cultures really aren't having the conversation of what you bring to the table, what color is your table, how tall are you, what, 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 what are we using to eat? So that, um really really struck curiosity in me as to why is it so heavily discussed within our culture what factor does it play because other cultures simply y'all aren't even it's not a discussion a man is providing for his home his wife and his children there's no questions asked 
there's no rebuttal. She's not having to explain why she deserves it. Um, so um, Mark kind of touched on it and it gives me a different perspective. Culturally, yes, we are in a different space. Um, but at the same time, so recognizing that culturally we are, we, we are starting off in a different space. I understand that. Um, but it's like, I'm, uh, what Mark said again, considering lineage, like I'm sacrificing now so my great grandkids can have or build and we build something with somebody with me and my partner. I don't want to have a discussion as to what I bring to the table, what you bring to the table, how tall you are doesn't matter. Like disrespect. I mean, I just think that there's so many layers and factors that go into what I feel like is a substantial partnership that I'm simply not even going to be um, worried about some of those things. What color the table, your expectations of the table, what size it is, like what you, you're, I'm not basing decisions on how much you make. Respect is automatic. I mean, we're not even finna, it's just, it's a non-issue when, when you think about um, the type of things that you really want. And for me, like Mark said, it's, it's lineage. It's like, I'm building a partnership to lay certain things out for that in that realm. So some of those things just aren't even a, a, a factor. It's not worth debating about or arguing about. I think society. Sorry. I think society has brought the what you that our conversation. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Are you you talking to me? Yeah. Yeah, what I'm saying, I think yeah, I think we have brought that up in our culture, uh, and maybe all through different. I'm gonna, I don't want to say history, maybe, but the world has brought black people, men and women, black black men and black women against each other. So now we're kind of in a competition with each other, in my opinion, and so that's why it's always well, what you got, well, what you got. Well, I got this. Well, I got this. Well, if you don't have this, and I got this then I don't want you until you get that. So this kind of is like we going in a circle. And yeah, just, go ahead, Coy. Go ahead, Ashley. Uh-uh, you fine, go uh, ahead. Well, I don't think it's something that Americans or it, it, this just started here in America. You right, go over right. to uh, certain parts of Africa. Black people have always been flashy people. They, mm -hmm. They're all about flash and material things <clears throat> and who has this much and you know it's it's, it's uh, Africa is a rich continent, um, so I don't I don't think we can blame that on America because black that's just a part of who we are. We are flashy people. We like to have things. We like to have money. We like to have more and more of everything. I think the pro I think we have an issue in our homes because uh, let me just say in other homes. Okay, somebody uh, mentioned, well, we know that the man is the provider, this, that, another. I don't think in the other homes, provider is restricted to financial provider. The, yeah, I, I've always known in the white homes, the, the wife has always worked and, and, and brought in the income. And it worked like that. They, they grow together. They develop together. I haven't experienced um, that. Provider... He's a male. He provides my emotional support, my security. Um, he provides the muscle in the house. If we can get off that financial tip, then I think we will be okay in our homes. 
we just we can't keep counting each other's money i, I agree with that that's mm -hmm. why i said we got to start at we got to ask for ladies and men again and we got to start and that's that's part of it uh it's more than financial if you ever looking back in the day the spiritual leaders were the men now you got women in church and no men there i mean it's a lot of different things that goes there when you was it's, but it's about your ask and yes media social media does have the platform to influence people but if we're doing our jobs as parents in the homes mm -hmm. and re and, and, and re um enforcing culture the right way uh then social media wouldn't have to affect the fact that we're too busy ourselves in our 50s and 40s conducting ourselves um because we don't want the young people right now in the 40s and 50s we didn't that, we didn't know 20 and 30 and we we don't want to uh, pass the torch but if we start recreating that foundation of solidity and legacy then the, the narrative would change we're, and we're not right now we're not focus on the impact of what we're doing, especially in our 30s and 40s. You, I live here in Atlanta. <laughs> we, 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 we doing Sunday brunches and Sunday fun day. And black men, we're not in the communities like we used to. We're not, we're not being social pillars like we used to. So there's a lot of things that deal with that. And the dating aspect is one of the end results of this. But we have to go back and start uh, sowing the seeds of truth in our, in our culture. And our kids are going to benefit from that. We always need to start healing, having real conversations, uh, understanding social economical advances, start talking about uh, spiritual warfare, start talking about self-accountability, uh, self-productive uh, ways and things that are more fruitful for our relationships, what I said within ourselves. But this whole thing of what we're talking about of other cultures, we know what's going on in Black America right now. And that's what we need to deal with. Absolutely. Um, and that's the that's just the forefront and money is secondary to what's really going on is mentality so and it, that's uh, good james, james that's, yes sir look at the evolution of what we did um it's getting worse and worse and we like you like you said it used to be you know you want to was the mc light want a rough neck and they want mm -hmm. no scrub now you want a real it's getting so bad but you're seeing the the fruits and the products that's coming out now men are beating on women at a high rate killing themselves everything else man we are messed up and it's the rhetoric we put out and we got to be responsible for that people don't understand how much how much culture has influenced the outcome of who we've become. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean that it's it's amazing how culture, I mean, just the 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 the, the uh, let me just get into that. The ramifications of just the prison industrial system. I mean, let let's let let's let's go deep into that whole situation. When you remember Mark, y'all were a little bit younger. Yeah, 86, I think that was somewhere around there, right? Uh but uh <laughs> you remember uh when they talked about super predator, the super predator. Do you remember <clears throat> what he looked like? Huh? When they put out when when they talk yeah when they talked about the crime bill, and the crime bill was all about filling up these warehouses right all these prisons right and they go and they so they so they said we're gonna fill this up and now with this whole prison industrial system any privatized prisons that's a entity that is a for profit business any for profit business has a target audience 
So what they did by making the target audience was they said that this, there's this thing called a super predator. They were even talking about crack, what, what was the term, crack whores? They were talking about welfare queens. They were using all of these terminologies, and every poster child for all of those uh, terminologies were black people. But the mm -hmm. super predator was the black man. So you begin to devalue him. You de you de you devalue him. You emasculate him. You take his worth away. Now all of a sudden, when he, when granddad is gone, when brother is gone, when daddy is gone, when uncle is gone, and he's gone down the road for years, who's left? Women. And now women have to slide into those roles of being the providers and being the uh, the roles that they really weren't created to do, right? But somebody got to do it. But look at it. 20 years later, because now crackheads are grandmothers. So 20, 25 years later, this is the fallout of what we have. That's You know what? They wouldn't have been having these kind of... Con Some of the stuff I see people put on, like when I talk about the rallying cry and all that kind of stuff, you know, some of the stuff that I see people, I wouldn't dare put that stuff on social media. I wouldn't dare. Yeah, Mark, we ain't even going to get to the second part of this conversation tonight. That's the sad part about it, because we, we were supposed to do the handling the hard truths for the women and then get in into the men part of it, because uh, uh, Nicholas, Nicholas uh, wanted us to talk about emotional intelligence and emotional security, and we were going to get into that as well, but I guess we're going to have to make that something for next week. But at court, Yeah, but I, so hey, I have a let me say something though. I'm gonna just go a little left on this. I don't Please. think the hard truth is for the women though. Let me explain this. So we talked about grandmothers at the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. How people looked at them as how how they're looking now, like as as weak. But our grandmothers, they were really strong. They took a lot. Uh, grand grandfather brought the money home and did what he wanted to do. He did, every, some of them even, even got beat, right? Mm -hmm. Had fights or whatever. And they stayed in the marriage. Men, who's walking away from the family? Can y'all mean y'all can't take nothing now? Y'all can't say, take anything now? But statistics say? Say black, statistics say black women are walking away from the marriage. That's what's happening. That's what I want to know. Who's walking yes. away from the marriage now? Statistics say that black women are leaving marriages at a rate higher than they are getting married. It's black women that are leaving the marriages, according to statistics. So we're the ones that's filing the divorce, is yes. what, 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 what they're saying. That's what statistics are saying, yes. So men would stay in the marriage because uh, y'all are complaining about being respected. So is it men that can't take anything now? I mean, what, what what's going on? So this is our grandmothers took everything. They were pretty strong. I'm gonna help you out, Rick. Let's go to modern terms. So what you see with the high rate of women um, that are getting divorces because the women uh, most of the time intermarriages cause the conditions. You look at society and now most men we're taught to love unconditionally. The only thing that's not love unconditionally is a man because we have conditions for you to love us. Most most mm. most men uh, we look at a woman who's broken because remember women you have access to success without having without having to be successful you're pretty you xyz you can have success uh, i.e atlanta housewives but um they can have that access to success without being successful with men you would not have that unless you are successful but in the midst of your success you can take you've taught to take a woman who is not successful 
invest into her dreams and make her successful and make her a better person and everything else. We we are conditioned to deal with things and not look at Father's Day. We could we are used to not being celebrated and loved. So at the end of the day, but we want respect instead of real love. And now you you um, men hurt we got the highest highest um suicide rate. Um when it deals with depression. We are depressed, deal with depression because we don't want to talk to. So at the end of the day, men, I think they get into these marriages and women, like you said, with conditions. Now, if you're not meeting that condition, they will leave. And social media makes it feel like there's somebody else out there for you. Yeah. Oh, if I want somebody else to take it and it's not necessarily true. But men, yeah, we talk to love uh, unconditionally. So that's what you kind of see. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he's 100% right. Statistically, y'all, y'all are leaving the relationships. And, and you know what, Corey, I, I discovered, and I, and I can only speak from my personal experience. Like I said, I was, I was, I was married 20 years, 20 years. And I ain't gonna lie, I was much better at marriage 15, 16 years in than I was at one or two years in, right? Uh, I learned how to be married. You know what I'm saying, and I, you know, I don't know if y'all saw my live I put out there today. I put it in. Yeah, we're going to have to make this part two. Uh, we're going to have to we're going to have to hit that that other uh, portion next week. Uh, but I, I was talking to a couple that had on on my live earlier. I said I need more people like you on the show, but I don't need y'all to advertise only your successes. I need you to advertise your failures because if you advertise your failures, it'll let people know that you can fail. And there's a popular book out that you can read called Failing Forward, right? Because once you do fail, you learn how to talk to one another. You learn how to communicate with one another. And you look, look, use it. Some, and I, I think I used a term earlier today, Ashley. I called it every, every relationship, Mark, ought to have a peace point. <laughs> no matter where we are in the conversation, I don't care how mad we are. There needs to be a safe word. There needs to be something that's a peace point where we can stop this right now, go make up, and then come back and revisit this conversation later, a little bit later on. Because if we don't, somebody's going to say something and then you ain't going to be able to take it back. And if it keeps going like that, like I said, I can pride myself in marriage for 20 years. I probably, we probably argued two or three times. We never, we never did a whole lot. I just, I ain't been arguing with nobody. You know, we go back and do that and then come back. Yes, that sounds like a good thing. You know, listen, <laughs> take it out and I was playing. <laughs> but whatever your peace point is, maybe, you know, if, if, if she like rainbow sherbet ice cream, her run up the street and get some doggone rainbow sherbet from Baskin Robbins. Ain't nobody thinking about that in a heated argument. Well, you got to do, but something has to happen, you know, because, because divorces are still happening. And whatever we did didn't work. You feel what I'm saying? So if that didn't work, what can what could we have done? Mm -hmm. Now I, I've sat here on my little couch where my couch is gone. I got a new couch now, but I sat here on this couch stuck for a long time, looking at the man in the mirror, and I saw everything that I did wrong. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm now I'm starting to get to the point, learning some things that she might have done wrong as well, because I, I know I took a lot of responsibility that I probably shouldn't have had to take because I just thought because I had bigger shoulders, you can put it on mine. You know what I'm saying? So, but the point is, so are women delusional? I don't know. Some are. No. And that's, that, that, no, hold on. Some are just like some men are delusional, just like some women do this. Some it's uh, everybody because they all got different fingerprints. The women that she's talking about in that video <laughs> that have, I mean, right, what she said, I'm gonna write down the notes. <laughs> Un unrealistic, me way to say fake everything, unrealistic expectations, entitlement. Some are mean. Uh, some women are. I mean, April Mason says she ain't don't don't want to be a relationship coach no more because people are delusional. All these, so there has to be some validity to the statement. Like I said, I think delusion is a delusional is a strong term 
Mm-hmm. I just think people have limited exposure. They don't know any better. They, I mean, they, they've been that's exposed to somebody before them, and that's how they think. So if they don't have any, if they don't go outside of their comfort zone and and be around other people, different cultures, and they, it's not their fault that they think that way, but it's their fault if they don't want to change their way of thinking and get more exposure. Yeah. It's their fault if they want something different, but they don't seek outside to learn and gather new knowledge yeah. to make that change to go forward. For the go. So, but it's so, but it's still. So I guess my thing is, is this. So, are we saying that it's somebody else's fault for them having these? I'm gonna. I know, of course, they're not delusional, but these delusional thoughts. Because my thing is this: I can look at something that somebody else has, and I don't have to take on wanting to covet what it is that they have. Like, how are we trying to blame? Well, you know, but you're talking about somebody that grew up. So you have 18 years of learned behavior and, and, and you believe it because you're taught this you trust your parent or whoever raised you so you believe but that's it all, that's almost like yeah. saying my dad was a deadbeat dad so therefore and i'm not saying my dad is a deadbeat <laughs> dad but my dad is a deadbeat dad so when when the man gets older he's gonna be a deadbeat dad because that's all he was taught like at what point in time yeah. do we as the individual take responsibility for how we're acting? Because my mama could have taught me all kinds of great things. Right. And here I am out here with a whole t- totally different perspective on how life should be. And that's not what she taught me. So that's I think part that's of accountability. Yeah. Do you have, did you have any different kind of exposure? Self-accountability. But that's I, part of, I think that plays into the delusion when you don't take self-accountability. Absolutely. Like if you're single at such and such age, you at some point you should explore and why. <laughs> why is all my my aunties single? <laughs> why is the majority of the women in my community single? So if you haven't come yeah. to that realization, then maybe you don't need to be in the pool or, or whatever the case may be. But I think it's nobody else's fault or responsibility. Um, Personally, I don't. I, I personally didn't grow up with the, in a household with the example, but I noticed that it was a trend. All of my aunties are single. A lot of the women in my community are single. Why? So then I um, sought out information and, and that's like continual learning and knowledge. That's, that's my self-accountability. And I think every woman and man, yeah, it, it's, our, it's our own individual accountability if you want that's something good. different moving forward. I agree. I, I, agree. I don't have anything of uh, uh, Pastor James. We're good. We're going. We're going to. We're going to. We're going. We're going. We're going to cut this conversation tonight. We're going to have to. We're going to have to revisit this second part of this conversation. Uh, I, I'm. I'm gonna put it on the screen and show you what we're going to talk about and give you something to think about. Uh, if y'all don't mind, real fast. And then, uh, and then we'll. While we'll you're get it. looking for that, Corey says the elders used to throw little get-togethers. Get little get-togethers, cook and play all little music. The men folk would take the young men in the corner and talk to talk to him, and Big Mama Nim would take the young women to the corner and talk to her with hopes of keeping them together whenever they were on the verge of breaking up. This is related to marriages and the uh, divorce portions of it. 
Right. All right. So what I want to do is I want to show y'all this and uh, give you something to ponder uh, for next week. Uh, <laughs> and this this is really a good conversation. It says, have you ever wondered how a man could fall for a woman who doesn't seem like his type? Here is the harsh reality. When a man feels like he is being heard, he feels like he is being respected. When a man feels like he is being respected, he feels loved. In most cases, that woman has captured his attention because she gave his soul the ear and affection that he longed for. After a while, aesthetics and even at times decorum take a back seat to respect and love. Wow. After a while, aesthetics and even at times decorum take a back seat to respect and love. And we talked about this uh, in the group earlier today. And uh, most of the men said, above love, <laughs> they want to be respected. And, uh, and, and that's, that's something that this world has totally tried to do to us as black men is devalue us, as I said earlier, and not give us the respect that we should be somewhat entitled to, to an extent. Uh, but definitely, you know, because I, mean, I say this all the time, Coy, just because a person hadn't earned your respect does not mean they've earned your disrespect. Right. So we can just live peaceably among all men and just get along. I mean, Mark and I, we met at the barbershop. We didn't know each other's names. Right. But we were cordial the first time we met. I didn't get his name until after I got his phone number. Right, Mark? I ain't have to know your name because as a black man, uh, I just respected you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that you know, I didn't have because you hadn't earned. You haven't given me anything to disrespect you so when we start talking about relationships that's another conversation i want to really jump into and i'm gonna bring nicholas in next week uh and nicholas and uh and, and mark and i if mark's available and we'll continue to talk about this whole emotional uh intelligence and uh, emotional security and, and and learning how to uh not only protect our emotions but learning how to display our emotions because the biggest takeaway i took away from out of that group today is that most of us matured to a place where the looks didn't matter as much anymore. <laughs> it didn't matter as much about this and that. I ain't gonna lie, at 23, 24, we were looking for a dime. You know what I'm saying? We trying to look for somebody who was arm candy, all that kind of stuff. But at 49 now, that's starting to change a little bit because I, I, I need a I need somebody that's gonna ride, <laughs> gonna ride, that's gonna ride. I need a partner in crime. I need a I need a Clyde. I want to I mean, I want to be a I need a Bonnie. I'm sorry, I need a Bonnie. Bye. Lord, I do not need no cloud. Let that be understood. <laughs> well, anybody come to my inbox with some bull, I'm going to let you know right now. I better, you better be Clydella, uh, Cloudestine or something like that. I'll take a Cloudestine. Cloudella. But no Cleophases and no Clyde. No, no I'm going to be Clyde and we need a, I mean, but I'm looking for a Bonnie, somebody, you know, that, that, that that's going to ride. And that's the thing. So we're going we're gonna to explore that conversation deeply. Y'all know what? We, uh, uh, Brittany, I like you. You are you all right with me? Are you all right with me? So you, uh, yeah, you, we'll be in contact with you, Coy. You yes, know we're gonna keep Coy. You know we're gonna keep on riding uh, as long as you ride with me. As long as you ride with me, because Coy, permission to think differently when it comes to Coy London. But, uh, we go <laughs> permission to think differently. And Ashley, y'all did y'all give Ashley a hand? Didn't she do a good job? Yeah, she. I told her to carry the conversation. And she did it uh, despite the fact that she had to go to the doctor today and all that. So she really wasn't feeling too well. But she this pushed on. Kind of my beast. Yeah, she pushed hey, <laughs> I didn't tell him what you, I didn't tell him what you went for now because I don't know. So, but uh, I said I wouldn't tell her. <laughs> I wouldn't tell her. 
<laughs> I, don't I know, appreciate no the opportunity, though. Um, honestly, um, when he did tell me, I, I was half asleep when he was talking about this. And so when I called him back, that's when he said, well, we need we kind of need the females to lead. And I'm like, wait a minute now. We ain't talk about that. <laughs> so um, I appreciate you all helping ladies for sure. Helping me um, carry the conversations on uh, Mark um, also uh, for your help. Uh, and uh, Mr. Stu, the intellectual <laughs> man himself. I appreciate the Mark. But tell them though, we're gonna get in man, we're gonna get in the brothers' butts next week, ain't we? Not Nate, but we're gonna get Nate, we're gonna get Nate, yeah. We're gonna, <clears throat> hey man, yeah. you know, I'm gonna charge him up to the game. We gotta, yeah. we gotta evolve, yeah, yeah. We're Diamonds gonna, uh, made under pressure, yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, Lazaric, uh, Nicholas, uh, Corey, all y'all, y'all be, y'all be available next week. We're gonna be tapping in, we're gonna do something different next week. We're gonna be yeah. tapping in. Go ahead, Mark, yeah, yeah Mr. Adams, we definitely want to. Uh, invite you back. I definitely want to hear that that um, that different approach. You know, he he has that rigid approach. And, and Corey, I uh, definitely want to touch on some of the things you said. I know we didn't uh, kind of put it out there, but want to definitely give you that platform. Uh, if I want to say anything today, hey, let's break up with our past so we can have a future. All right. Hey, Mark's gonna Mark's gonna Mark's gonna take a Mark, Mark don't know it yet, but he's gonna take a bigger role in next week's show. Uh, he and I we're gonna yeah. I'm sorry, Mark, but uh, he gonna cause we we gonna hold these brothers seriously. So get these brothers on next week, and we're gonna talk about you know what we damage a lot of women trying to find who we are. We damage a lot of women, so we're gonna work on this whole maturity aspect and growing up. And if you just ain't ready for a relationship, just don't get in one. You know, let people know where you're at and just move on. I mean, just, it's okay. Just put it out there. Let them know where you are. But let's quit that. And and women, if we tell you something, listen, we meant it. Don't try to change my answer. I know too many people, I tell you something, you be like, what you meant to say? No, I'm of age. I can speak. I got two master's degrees. I'm good on that end. I I, I promise you, I can communicate. I can put the sentence together. You said what you said. I said what I said. (laughs) So it's been real. I've enjoyed Brittany. Say goodbye, Brittany. Bye. Say good night, Cord. Thanks for having me. Say good night, Cord. Good night, y'all. Say good night, Ashley. Like I always say when I get out of here, the world is changing. My question for you is this, though. Why do you remain the same? Y'all have a good night, and I'll see y'all next week. Good night.